Hi, welcome to the Out of Your Mind Mom podcast. This is Jackie, your host. This is episode number four. I'm wanting to talk today about honesty and what it means to be as honest as possible in your life. Brutally honest with yourself, first and foremost, with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers, and with your children. What does it mean to be an honest parent? If I think back on myself as a younger version of me parenting, I had a really hard time being honest. Mostly with myself, definitely with myself, but also to my children. They would ask really intriguing questions and I never knew how to be completely honest with them. It was really difficult, most likely because I wasn't honest with myself. Also, I wasn't honest with anyone around me. My lying, my lying behavior was rooted in completely low self-esteem, not thinking that I was enough. And so I would always pretend, right? I'd pretend to be more than I was, better than I was, but mostly better than I believed I was. So I thought really low of myself. I outwardly made up for that by pretending to be something I thought that I wasn't. But really I was. It kind of folds in on itself. So my low self-esteem caused me to lie. The lies were upholding a false perception of who I was. Unknowingly, the real person I was was a lot better than that false perception. So how did this come out as being a parent? I wanted to sugarcoat everything for my kids. I wanted to make everything okay. I wanted to pretend that we had a perfect life and therefore my kids could have a perfect childhood and a perfect family. And then everything started falling apart, started falling apart for me when I couldn't handle the lies anymore. I couldn't keep up with the layer upon layer upon layer of lies I had told myself. I had lost who I really was so much that I was on the verge of suicide. I couldn't live the life I had laid out for myself anymore. And I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to let it go. I didn't know how to come clean. I didn't know how to change everything because I knew everything had to change. So, you know, I hit rock bottom. I got sober and nearly blew up my entire family. Thankfully, I didn't. But what I have from that experience today is an opportunity every day to be as honest as possible. And it's an intention that I create every day And as the days go on, it's becoming a habit, but 
for the past years and months, it's been intentional. Today, I'm going to be as honest as possible. Today, in every interaction I have, I'm going to tell the truth. And the truth can possibly hurt others' feelings. It can maybe be too much information. It can maybe offend someone you don't want to offend. But it was so important for me to live an honest life so that I could continue to get to the bottom of who I was, really find my truth in who I was, I had to potentially offend others to get there. And for me, the older version of me, hurting other people's feelings was a big deal. And I would do everything possible to not do that. So I've had to practice being honest with myself being honest with others, and potentially offending. And I'm getting so much better at it. As a people pleaser, it was my ultimate goal to be liked, to be loved, because I believed deep down that I was unlovable. So I needed to practice. Part of practicing is also modeling for my children what it means to be an honest person what it means to be honest with yourself and honest with others. My kids know it's a rule that they can always tell the truth. And that if you lie and then you tell the truth, you'll never get in trouble for telling the truth. Because I know it's easy to lie, I have an understanding of what they're going through because it wasn't all that long ago that I was first reaction lying. My go-to was always just lie. Just say what the other person wants you to say. So because I'm not very far removed from that experience, I can understand what they're going through when they want to knee-jerk lie to me. And I can call them out on it in a kind way. Hey, that's a lie. It's okay. How about you tell me the truth now? And they can then tell me the truth without the fear of getting in trouble for the lie. Because that's what happens with lying, right? You tell one lie and then you have to pretend that lie is true. And then you have to tell another lie to cover up that lie, and then you're afraid that you're going to get in trouble for the lies that you told, so you keep telling lies, and it just builds and builds and builds on itself. So for my kids, it's really important for me now, while they're young, to let them know they don't have to build that tower of lies, that they can knock it down at any time. At any time. At any time, if you make the choice to tell the truth, you will not be in trouble. Promise. And they know because I've held it up. They know that that promise is true. So they know that they can tell the truth at any time. And they know that if they lie, they're not really going to get in trouble. They really only just need to tell the truth. And that makes it better. So being an example for my children has been extremely difficult 
but it's so important. I want to tell you a story of my son Julian asked me a question after watching a Marvel movie, a Thor movie, I think it was um, Thor uh, Ragnarok or Dark World, not sure. But he's an extremely intelligent boy and he picks up on everything. And so his question was, hey, mom, what's an orgy? And so in that moment, as a mom, I think, wow, that's a big question. Hmm. I can answer. I can not answer. I can deflect. I can lie. Definitely don't want to lie. I'm going to put it off to another time when we have one-on-one time to talk. So I said, hey, good question. Kind of hard to answer. Can we talk about this later? I promise we'll talk about it later. Yeah, sure. No problem, mom. Okay, great. So then it gives me time to breathe (laughs) and think about how I'm going to go about this. And really, I didn't think about it all that much. I only knew that I was going to answer. So came down to Julian and I having lunch. And I said, hey, you want to talk about that thing you brought up? Yeah. Okay, so what's an orgy? In those times, I do my best to be as honest as possible, remembering their age and maturity. So all of my children know about sex. All of my children know about addiction because we've had honest conversations. My children know about what I've been through, not on a detail level, not on an unnecessarily traumatic level, but they do know mom used to be an alcoholic. They do know mom used to do dangerous behaviors, right? So they can understand what it means to be in a sexual situation, what it means to be addicted to drugs, alcohol, and have and party and do risky behaviors, right? So we've been able to talk about so many things in an honest way because I'm honest with myself. And when I'm honest with who I am, what I'm doing, what I've done, what I'm thinking, what my beliefs are, what my behaviors are, if I know myself inside and out, and I'm willing to be honest. I can be honest with them and I can more importantly model for them what it means to be an honest individual. So every time we're in a social situation and parents are partying and we're at a after baseball tournament party at the pool, everyone's drinking, kids are playing, and my kids hear me say, no, I don't drink actually. I haven't drank for five years. It's cool. I can still hang out. I'm still fun. It's all good. They now know that that's an option. And a younger version of me did not know that was an option. I was not exposed to that. I was not exposed to a level of honesty that I could model my behavior after. So what are the consequences of being honest? Well, people can have 
thoughts and opinions about you, like you're rude, you're self-centered, you're being dramatic, whatever it is that people want to think about you, they're going to make up stories about you either way, whether you're lying or you're being honest. So why not be honest? Why not take the opportunity to show your children a way that they don't see in others, that they don't see on TV? Why not take that opportunity? First off, you have to let go of the fear, which is really, really difficult. The fear of being judged, the fear of being wrong, the fear of being less than. But once you let go of that, there's a new freedom that you gain. The freedom of not having to keep track of your lies, not having to pretend at all, and just allowing yourself to be you all the time. I want to share another story. This time, it's my youngest son. This is a story from last Christmas, right? It's um, the holiday season. So last Christmas was our last Christmas of one of my boys believing in Santa. My nine-year-old was eight years old, and he was on the fence, right? So he kind of knew, was maybe playing it off that he didn't know was sneaking around, testing the waters, trying to figure it all out. But really, he wanted to believe. So if we're talking about honesty, I have to tell you, it was really hard for me to pretend to be Santa every Christmas. Myself, I don't remember ever believing in Santa. My memories from childhood are not that great. Not not saying they're bad memories. My memory is just bad. I don't remember a lot at all. So I don't have any memories of believing in Santa. So when it came to be my turn to pretend to be Santa, it was really hard, <laughs> really hard, really hard for me to lie, really hard for me to pretend to be excited, really, it It was, I dreaded it. I just have to say, I dreaded it every holiday season. I love buying gifts. I love Christmas music. I love the Christmas season. I really do. But the pretending to be Santa was just too much for me. Thankfully, my husband loved the whole Santa gig. He loved it. And so he did a lot of it. And, um... Some years we pared it down to one only one gift from Santa because there are other children who need gifts that made it a lot easier. Needless to say, last year was our final year of playing Santa. It didn't go well. My youngest son is a big time feeler. He feels emotions so strongly in his whole body and It was on Christmas Day that my husband told him Santa wasn't real. So the timing was terrible. He told him on Christmas Day after having pretended to be Santa Christmas morning um, that Santa wasn't real. And my youngest son looked at him with absolute disgust, walked away into the bedroom, 
and proceeded to scream profanities for a good five minutes. My youngest son, he, um, he really likes to swear. It's just something he does. And I don't judge him. I really don't. Um, he knows when he can and when he cannot swear. He pushes his boundaries, of course, but um, it's just a mode of expression for him. And I, if I don't have to, I don't tell my kids they're wrong. So he swears and he's really good at it. And so he went into the bedroom and screamed all of these profanities, mostly about myself and my husband and how we had lied to him for so long. And his disappointment in us was so clear. And I could understand. And I felt for him. And he came out and he said the greatest thing he could have said. And it showed his maturity in such a way I was so blown away and impressed. He came out and he said, well, I didn't really even know Santa. So I guess the fact that he's not real and doesn't exist isn't that big of a deal. I'm just sad that you lied to me. Mic drop, right? Like, amazing. Amazing. He's eight years old and he goes into a bedroom on his own, releases all of his emotion that he needs to release, says all of the things that he needs to say, comes out of the room completely composed and says a truth bomb like none other. And I couldn't do anything but smile and love him even more. He handled that situation with such grace. I look up to him. So that's what happens when you give your kids the opportunity to know the truth and to know themselves and to know their parents in an honest way. Children are extremely sensitive to what's going on. It doesn't matter what you say to them. They know what the truth is. They can feel it and they can sense it. So lying to them about anything, even Santa, is still a lie. And they're going to have disappointment and they're going to deal with it in their own way, which will be perfect. But what Jace said was, I didn't know him that well. He's not in my life, so it wasn't that big of a deal, and he could let it go. So losing Santa wasn't a big deal to him. What that also told me was that he would have had a much harder time if that lie was about someone who was in his life every day. He gave me a signal in that moment to stay honest with him. And so that's what I try to do. I try my best. And sometimes I tell my kids things that they don't want to know or that they don't need to know. And I screw it up. I overshare and then I say, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have overshared. God. Okay. You know what? Give me a minute. I'll compose. I'll come back. I want to be honest with you, but I want to remember you're only 9, 10, 11. So I get it wrong a lot of the times. But I explain what's going on. I explain that I'm trying to be honest. 
I explain that I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And as much as it may confuse them or piss them off in the moment, I can see it in their honesty, in their willingness to tell the truth, in their willingness to know who they are on a deeper level, their capabilities of regulating their emotions, of understanding what they are feeling and thinking and speaking it. They amaze me. And we learn together. I guess that's the whole point of being an out-of-your-mind mom, is to do things that are unknown, to parent in a way that you've never experienced. For me, it's relying more on my intuition and my desire to do good and be good in this world, that I lean on that in my parenting. I don't lean on anything else. No one else can tell me the best way for me to parent. And I'm not telling you the best way to parent. I'm telling you, you know the best way to parent. And you don't know it. Your brain doesn't know it. But you, your heart, your intuition, your greater wisdom knows how to parent. So that's where I'll leave you with today. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate having this platform. I really appreciate you listening. And I hope that you have a beautiful week. Take care. I love you. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.